The Dark Web is sponsored by the National Institute of Mental Health. NIMH is a lead company for research on mental disorders. They value helping people with any health issues they may have. This company supports this podcast because we will be talking about many different issues that can be caused by one thing. Stay tuned to hear what today's podcast will be about, and don't forget to check out NIMH's website to learn more. Hey guys, my name is Jennifer Laird and you are tuning in to my new podcast called The Dark Web. I will be your host for the show, but don't worry, you won't have to hear only my voice the whole time. We have a special guest tuning in with us today as well. Today we are going to talk about the deeper and darker side of social media that may not that many of you may not be aware of. <laughs> we have a beautiful reality outside, nature, the world, but we tend to focus on a false reality set on a tiny screen. Now I do admit I am a very heavy social media user sometimes, but I have finally realized the effects of it and hopefully can get all of you to realize some of them with me. Now, I, like many, love posting and showing off maybe what I bought, who I'm with, or what I'm up to, but it's starting to take over my life. I really want to inform you guys on the negative effects I have recently learned about and even may have experienced. Hopefully, I can connect my events with yours and inform you all. Be sure to listen all the way through to get as much information as you can. First, let me introduce our first guest, my mom. And I know you may all be like, hey, she's a mom. She doesn't even know how to use social media. But my mom's a psychologist, so she knows how the brain works and can give important information on how and why we go certain ways about social media. Woo, mom! (laughs) How are you doing today, mom? Or should I say Dr. Laird? I'm doing well. And yourself? Oh, I'm great. I have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Okay, so first, how do you feel about social media within this generation and what it has turned into since it first started? I think social media has its place. I think there's some positive things. People are can be more creative and show their creativity. Uh, however, I think it has also developed to be quite destructive and dangerous for adolescents as well. Agree with you 100%. Great answer. So why do you think our brains act the way they do when we use social media? Like, why do we get so addicted to the tiny things on our screen? There's actually a physiological reason uh, you can get addicted to this. And that is when you get the attention and you get the likes, your brain releases a chemical similar to opioids. And it enhances the pleasure-seeking part of the brain and that of course is the reward center so the more attention you get the more likes you get the more it releases this neurotransmitter which makes you feel good and calm and excited about yourself the downside of course is when those likes don't start coming or don't come as fast then uh, it can have the opposite effect and you can go into a depression and have significant anxiety as well 
I completely agree with everything that you just stated right there. So, um, with that, what are what do you believe are some things, like in the brain that can be affected by social media? Well, it's it's known, and the studies are starting to show that the prefrontal cortex, which is a part of the brain that deals with impulse control, is one of the most um, latest thing to develop, and it's still developing in adolescence. That's why adolescents are so impulsive. And unfortunately, social media intensifies the immediate gratification, and they're showing that there's less gray matter. The gray matter of the brain decreases. So people are starting to exhibit symptoms of like attention deficit disorder from social media use. Great, great answer. I completely agree with you again. <laughs> but um, so what do you think is the worst thing about social media? Out of all of it, what do you think the worst thing about it is? Well, certainly changes in the brain are alarming um, because those may be long-term. We will not know the true effects of social media for 10, 15, 20 years. But in my opinion, another part that doesn't have to do with the brain per se is just the cyberbullying, the lack of people comparing themselves to unrealistic images like you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. And then, of course, the depression and anxiety and self-hate and self-loathing that can come with that. And I think that's very dangerous for adolescents who are tenuous in their sense of self at best. Completely agree. Completely. We do tend to compare ourselves to many others. But um, what do you believe are some ways we can prevent these effects of social media? Well, one of the things that starting to find is passive users are more negatively affected. So people who just look at social media are more negatively affected versus people who are posting and more interactive. That seems to have less of a negative effect. And of course, as with most things in life, moderation. And people who have a social life outside of just social media, but a real life in-person social life will have less negative effects. Completely agree with you. Do you have any suggestions to all the social media users out there to help them with any of these struggles they may have? Yes, I think use, use it appropriately, use it moderately, develop a real in-person social network, Uh, Use social media as a support system, not as a comparative tool. And, you know, don't underestimate the power of in-person relationships and communication. Well, Mom, you have an actual job to attend to. (laughs) So I will not take up too much of your time. But thank you so much for being with me here today and informing our listeners about new information on social media they may have not known. Well, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's start off by first talking about what a false standard is set with social media. Now, we see pictures nonstops of beautiful lakes, sceneries, even people, but how much of them... Of that, do we know is the truth? 
See, a picture of a really pretty lake could actually be a muddy swamp edited with a sunset in the background, the water cleared up, and a filter. A picture of a person could be photoshopped to have makeup on, thin the face or body, or make someone look completely different. It is all false. You never truly know what is what on social media or what the actual truth is. Beauty comes within, and many seem to forget about that when it comes to, say, Instagram. Now, I could say I have personally done this many times, but you scroll past a picture of a really pretty girl, you look at her for long enough, and you start to compare yourself to her. You may think, hey, her skin is clear, her teeth are whiter, her nose, her lips are just perfect, and you start to doubt yourself. This can take a serious toll on your mental health and give many self-esteem issues. Sometimes when you see someone that perfect, you need to realize that picture could be completely fake. The way technology has advanced is crazy. You can make yourself out to look completely different than you really do, and it could look perfect. Now, I'm not saying no one's perfect, you know, <laughs> but everyone needs to realize that beauty is on the inside. No one should have to feel the need to Photoshop or filter their photos. And it is the way society has taught us, and it's going to tear everyone apart little by little. Another thing that I have done maybe a thousand times is comparing your body types. Society has set a standard of skinny waist, small stomach, an hourglass figure. Many seem to believe that if you don't have this, you are beautiful, which is insane. A huge thing as well is money. If you have money, you can make your body out to be anything you want to fit society's expectations. We see these celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, all of that same slim waist, hourglass figure, and we feel as if we need that as well. Well, we don't. Alexa Lego from the article The Bucciletti stated, Not only does excessive use of Photoshop on photos send out a poor message, but it can also cause low self-esteem and body image issues. And I could not agree more. Many need to realize that this beauty is on the inside. It's how we were individually made as a person. And we don't need society telling us how we should or should not look. We are back. As I was talking about earlier, how we may compare ourselves, may think poorly. Some of you may think, then don't go on social media. But that is a lot harder than some may think it is. Social media is addicting. No matter if it's good or bad, we always want to see more. If someone gets hate on social media, it may make them think they never want to go back on it again. But there they are, five minutes later, scrolling through Instagram. It becomes an addiction and a habit. I remember when my ex had first gotten a new girlfriend, I was always looking at her page, finding out information, and for what? I didn't need it. All it did was affect me in a negative way, but it's so addicting. When I post a picture, all I used to be able to think about for the next two hours is, how many likes do I think it's at now? I wonder who's commenting on it. It starts to control your life. When we receive good feedback, it makes us feel amazing about ourselves, right? Then we keep going back for more and more to see the comments people say about us. Many people live for that. 
On the Addiction Center website, yes, Addiction Center, see how serious social media addiction can be? They say, studies have shown that the constant stream of retweets, likes, and shares from these sites have affected the brain's reward area to trigger the same kind of chemical reaction as drugs such as cocaine. Social media has become almost a drug for users. It's crazy because we could be getting hate on a picture, seeing something that makes us so upset, and we go back and look for more. I'm guilty of that. Being this addiction, addicted to something as toxic as social media can start to ruin someone and ruin their mental health. Detoxes of social media can really help many out and get people in the right headspace. I know that works for me a lot. When social media starts to take over your life so much that becomes addicting, it can cause many issues. The Dark Web is sponsored by the National Institute of Mental Health. NIMH is a lead company for research on mental disorders. They value helping people with any health issues they may have. This company supports this podcast because we will be talking about many different issues that can be caused from one thing. Stay tuned to hear what today's podcast will be about. Don't forget to check out NIMHS's website to learn more. You may all be wondering, well, she's telling us how bad it is, but won't tell us what can happen to us. Let me explain. The different effects that can happen with social media. <clears throat> now as humans, we love the companionship of others. We love staying connected to our friends, family, showing off, which in a way can help many. On the downside, social media could cause depression, anxiety, self-harm, loneliness, and if it gets to a certain extent, even suicidal thoughts. Appearance is huge for teenagers and social media users. People don't show the downside of their life, so we only get to see the good parts or the fake parts. This can lead to people to think they aren't as good as others. They doubt, doubt their looks, themselves, or even doubt the events that happened in their lives. This can lead to depression and thoughts no one ever wants anyone to think about. Scrolling through Instagram can lead you to think your life may not be as exciting as others, or you may even see yourself in a situation where your friends hang out without you. That right there can seriously damage someone. A lot of this leads to FOMO, which is a fear of missing out. FOMO can lead to many things like sleep deprivation, anxiety, and even life-threatening risks. Many get so anxious they might miss out on an event or a picture they could go on social media while they're driving. And prioritizing social media over real-life situations that truly matter. Cyberbullying is huge on social media. Mean, abusive comments to someone spreading lies that can cause emotional issues for years and years to go. Social media can be a dark place for many, and I never want to see anyone get sucked into that hole. All social media, all in all, social media is a great place to show off and stay connected with people. It's fun to use, fun to talk to people, meet new people, but many need to be aware of the effects that can follow with it. There is a deeper and darker side to social media that I believe many do not see or do not understand how it could happen to them. I advise everyone to always take little breaks off social media and stay connected with themselves in the real world and with their true and with this true reality instead of focusing it all onto a tiny screen with a little like button. The Dark Web is sponsored by the National Institute of Mental Health. NIMH is a lead company for research on mental disorders. They value helping people with any health issues they may have. This company supports this podcast because we will be taking talking about many different issues that can be caused 
from one thing. Stay tuned to hear about what today's podcast will be about. And don't forget to check out NIMH's website to learn more. I can't keep writing songs about the things I left behind. I spent way too much time alone inside my morbid mind. I want to live inside my dreams, but I can't sleep at night. I lost myself between the scenes and I just closed.